Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. As soon as I saw this go up, I was sitting, uh, my son is in a uh, youth hockey league right now, of all things, given uh, my affinity for hockey. That is certainly an unexpected outcome. My son was there, and Romo uh, immediately comes to mind. I'm sitting watching him on the ice. I see the injury happen. And I immediately think, man, should we talk about Tony Romo potentially as the guy who could go? Remember, he's from the state of Wisconsin. He is a a born and raised Packer fan and 37 years old, incredible in the booth. And is that something that could happen? Is that a discussion point that's worth having? And tons of you agreed with me that you would make that call and see whether Tony Romo could come in. I asked, should the Packers try and sign Tony Romo? And 26,000 of you voted and 57% of you said yes. I don't know why you wouldn't make that that point of discussion, why you wouldn't make that call and see whether Romo might be interested in coming in. I mean, he's a, uh, a pocket-passing quarterback. I know that the offensive line has not been great and all those other things, but wouldn't you think 37-year-old Tony Romo a little bit more reliable? And Maybe the answer is that Romo can't stay healthy either, but in terms of if you knew they were going to be healthy – don't you have to feel like it's more likely to rely on Romo than Brett Hundley? I mean, I, I feel like it is. Let's go around the horn. Wouldn't you make that call if you were a Packers GM? Feels like you could certainly do a lot worse, especially if you listen to Thursday Night Football when Jim Nance and the the crew there at uh, the NFL Network and CBS put up a video of his final pass in the NFL, and Jim Nance comments on it. He comes back and Romo says, was that my last pass? 
And, of course, that ignited Twitter and everybody started to take to it. I'm not sure Tony Romo is done in his own head, but, man, I would be so sad to lose him in the broadcast booth. Well, he's never going to come back. He's going to come back. I I don't want him to leave ever. The rest of his life, he's going to be able to do. The, 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 he's only thirty-seven, and he's so good in the booth already, and so comfortable that I think it's fair to say that for the next ten or twenty years, or however long he wants to do this, and it seems like a pretty good gig to get paid well, go out, just call the best game of the week for CBS with Jim Nance, who is virtually flawless. He seems really comfortable with that broadcast, and he's so much better than Phil Sims was, and I think he's going to be there for a long time, but. I think you have to make a call. I think if you're the if you are the Packers right now, or frankly any other team out there that's having quarterback issues, and you have a traditional pro style offense, which virtually everybody does in the NFL, why wouldn't you at least inquire about how healthy he is? Now, maybe it's true that he can't take any more hits, and maybe it's true that he decided to leave not just because Dak Prescott had taken over the Dallas Cowboys, but because of his health situation, he didn't have a lot left. All of that could be true as well, but to me, that is a call that certainly is worth having if you're a Packers fan. I mean, wouldn't you do that if you were the Packers, given how difficult it is to find a decent quarterback in this league? And if you think that Tony Romo is somewhat healthy, what's the worst-case scenario? You bring in Tony Romo, and he gets injured just like Aaron Rodgers did, and then you go back to Brett Hundley. I, I don't see that as being that difficult of a decision to make unless you really believe, and maybe you do. Maybe Mike McCarthy really legitimately believes that Brett Hundley is going to be a really good quarterback in the NFL. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every time there's a quarterback injury, the media out there is white knighting for Colin Kaepernick. One interesting question for you. How amazing is it that nobody asks about RG3 and everybody asks about Colin Kaepernick? I asked this question yesterday. Aren't they effectively the same quarterback, except RG3 is several years younger? I think Kaepernick turns 30 this year. RG3 is 27. If Aren't they effectively the same quarterback? RG3 is a young guy who was mobile that had immediate success, had one of the greatest rookie seasons in the history of the NFL, uh, and then NFL defense has caught up to him. And they realized that if they could keep him in the pocket, he couldn't consistently make every throw and read the field and be a pocket-passing quarterback, which is ultimately what you have to be in the NFL. Isn't the same thing true of Colin Kaepernick? If you look at Colin Kaepernick's passer rating, it's a regular, straightforward decline. Every year, he's gotten a little bit worse than the year before. And so if you can't, I mean, I've said this for a long time. The only thing that ultimately can't be defended right now consistently in the NFL is an accurate pocket-passing quarterback. Now, you can run like Marcus Mariota when he's healthy can run, like Aaron Rodgers can run, like Russell Wilson can run, but it has to be predicated on everything else falling apart in the pocket and you decide to get outside the pocket and make a play. It can't be the foundation of your offense because ultimately that will be taken away. RG3, it got taken away. Colin Kaepernick, it got taken away. Back in the day, Tim Tebow, Vince Young, it all got taken away. If you are a mobile quarterback first and you can't consistently make throws from the pocket, then eventually you get exposed in the NFL. And so everybody's obsessed with Colin Kaepernick, but why is nobody asking the question about RG3? RG3 is not filing a lawsuit based on collision, uh, collusion, alleging that he's not being hired because of his protest. I mean, I got a question for you. 
if RG3 had taken a knee instead of Colin Kaepernick, is everybody out there white-knighting for him, arguing that he should be signed? It is fascinating to me to compare the lack of attention for RG3's free agency versus Colin Kaepernick's. When you look at their data, when you look at their stats over their course of their careers, they're almost identical quarterbacks. Why is one getting all this attention for the last year, everything Colin Kaepernick in the news, and the other is nothing at all? RG3 should have taken a knee, even though his parents are soldiers. If he had, everybody would be out there advocating he should still be in the NFL. As is, he didn't take a knee. Nobody seems to care. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. When you're 0-6, you're still 0-6. So the only team that you can get a nod above is, an, is another 0-6 team coached by Hugh Jackson, who's now 1-21 and as a uh, head coach in Cleveland. Going to take him a while to get back to 500 uh, now that yeah, he's going the take Browns job. Do you think Hugh Jackson would still take the Browns job if he got offered it tomorrow? If he knew that he was going to start 1-21? and there's no way he takes this job, is there? Because eventually he would have gotten another NFL job. I mean, he, once you're in the mix to get an NFL job, you'll get another one. He definitely, if he can go back in time, says no to this job, right? There's no way even making whatever he's making, 4 or $5 million a year, and I don't know what his salary is, there's no way that the money that he's making is worth going 1-21, not to mention the difficulty that it puts on his chances to be another head coach. Even if people say, you know what, it's the Browns, how much better could anybody have done? Starting 1-21 in in your coaching career, it has to take years off your life, I would think. Yeah, I mean, if you knew you were going to be 1-21, obviously that's not a job you would take. If I'm Hugh Jackson and I'm, what, 53 years old, somewhere in that neighborhood, he just wanted to be a coach. He got kind of a raw deal. He was only in Oakland there for that one year, and then they let him go. And he had an okay year when he was there, and then nobody really looked at him after that, and then he finally gets another opportunity. It's the worst opportunity that you can get in the league, but it's still one of 32 opportunities that you can have. I still think potentially he'll get another job, another head coaching opportunity. I don't think it will be immediate, but I don't really blame Hugh Jackson for a lot of what's happened in Cleveland. The biggest issue for them is as many quarterbacks as they've tried to draft, they got this one wrong. They had a chance. They had two first-round picks, and they end up moving back in the first round and allowing Houston because Houston's the one that moved into the spot and drafted Deshaun Watson. And we said on this show that was going to be a probable mistake, quite frankly. And it's turned out to be a gigantic one when you've got Hogan and you've got Kaiser, which means, at least for right now, you don't have a quarterback yet again. And Hugh Jackson is an offensive guy that has done wonders with quarterbacks throughout his career, even dating back to Cincinnati and what he was able to do with uh, Andy Dalton there for a couple of years when he was there. It's just a bad look all the way around that you can't get a guy who is good with quarterbacks a quarterback. The Bears, or pardon me, the Browns just appear to be cursed when it comes to drafting the right guys. I mean, how many quarterbacks have they tried to bring in that have failed for them? About 20. Now, At a least. lot of them are guys that are further down in the first round, whether it's Johnny Manziel or Brandon Whedon. This year, they'll at least be number one or number two. I think it's fair to say drafting in the NFL. And I actually think it's an intriguing question. If you're advising Sam Darnold or Josh Rosen, assuming that the Browns end up with a number one overall pick. And I think it's it's fair to say it would be a big surprise if the Browns don't have the number one overall pick. Would you tell them to go back to school 
so that you don't get picked by the Browns? Are you that concerned about that decision? I'm not sure, but it's certainly something that I think will be a bigger topic of conversation. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. I've got no idea who the top five teams are in the NFL. Now, I feel pretty good about the Chiefs overall at number one. And I'm putting them there, even though they looked bad against the Steelers, because they beat the Eagles head-to-head. So I've got the Eagles in the two spot. I've got the Carolina Panthers in the three spot, uh, followed by the Steelers. And then in the five spot, I have got the Rams in L.A. I mean, that's how wild my top five is right now. So my top five teams in the NFL, and I'm not really confident in any of them, but certainly not confident after the top two. Chiefs, Eagles, Panthers, Steelers, and Rams. Bottom five, I feel a little bit better about. The Colts, who have not been as awful as you would have anticipated with Jacoby Brissett. They were competitive last night, especially in the first half. Then offensively, they just kind of fell apart. The Bears, I've got at uh, the fourth from the bottom. Then I've got the Giants, who went on the road and beat the Broncos, which is why I don't have the Broncos in my top five. Then I've got the San Francisco 49ers and the poor, uh, winless Cleveland Browns. Those two teams 0-12, but the 49ers have been competitive in all six of their losses. That's the top five and bottom five in the NFL now that we're six weeks through the NFL season. Coming up on the halfway point now, over a third of the way through the NFL season. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 